Hello everybody, I'm Bubble. And I'm Brain. And we are Bubble Brain. Now this week we're going to be talking about pets and animals, and you can imagine how much we got to talk about, because we got, we got a lot of pets. <laughs> yeah, and we're also going to be talking about anything else that just pops up in our head, like this random fact here. Did you know that German chocolate cake was invented in Texas? Yeah, because that makes a lot of sense. Oh yeah, tons of sense. <laughs> All right, so the first one that came to mind earlier about just animals in general is the existence of the king cheetah. Mm -hmm. Like no, like I have never heard of that before. Like you've heard of the like, the emperor penguin, the king penguin, and whatnot, but with a cheetah, there was always that one type of cheetah. Now there's a whole separate species of well, cheetah, pretty it, much. It didn't say a whole separate species, but. It, it, pretty much is it's like, it's like you took a leopard and a cheetah and put it together like its spots are way bigger and darker and it has these stripes going down its back pretty much like and it's got kind of like a mane going on too kind of, <laughs> yeah it's got like one of those mohawk manes yeah it's really neat looking i it suggest looking it up we really recommend looking up the king cheetah it's really neat looking and they're super super rare but I've only recently heard of it, so it makes... It really... I'm kind of hoping that maybe we'll get enough of them in some sort of facility. So but we can actually see one. Like, go to a zoo and actually see one. I wouldn't, the, those no, be... I wouldn't suggest, like, a zoo. Just a park, you know, like, where they'll be safe. Because there's going to be people... I mean, there's what, people like, out like... there right now, like poachers, yeah. who will be like, Ooh, beautiful skin. Let's go kill it. Even so, though there's only like two left in existence. So you you would uh, want them to be in like a nature reserve. Yeah, that way they can keep doing what they're doing to try and, you know, get things up and running again. Because who knows how these animals are going to react if we just throw them in straight captivity with nothing but people staring at them through glass all day. I mean, most of the time with zoos, they've already either been in zoos or they've had contact with people they were born there or whatever that's like most the most case scenario when it comes to zoos so those animals like it's not really i wouldn't say a loss for them because that's how they were brought up but if you take something that is severely endangered and lives out in nature then it might react badly oh kind, yeah kind of like how would it what kind of shark is that? Which one? Like, is it the frill shark? Where if you bring it up to like a certain oh, yeah, surface yeah, yeah. of the, the water, it the, just dies? The frilled shark, yeah. They, they tried doing research on them a bunch and like every single time they, they can barely get a live specimen because they live in deeper parts of the ocean and the pressure being deeper in the ocean is what they're used to. So when you bring them up, they just die. Yeah. And not not saying that <laughs> king cheetahs would react like that, but no, because it, still... it's the same scenario, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's still a cheetah, you know, but it's just we just recently learned about this thing, like recently, and we were like, man, that thing is cool looking, <laughs> right? It's like, how have we not known that this has existed? Yeah, I know. all this time, and we what. <laughs> We're mid-twenties and we just figure out that these things exist. Well, I just turned 27. Yeah, you're old. I'm mid to late twenties now. Oh, no. 
but uh <laughs> getting close into that third third <laughs> mark where you have to click the button mm -mm -mm -mm. 30 and up <laughs> i'm not talking about that you brought it up but um <laughs> but uh <laughs> so if we're talking about different types of animals and stuff the king cheetah is a good one it but, is uh, a good one it's about, really neat looking what about any other type of you know like kind of the same but not species of animals like he <laughs> what do you want to bring up the kiwi bird oh god that, yeah, we can talk about the kiwi bird that, that's a that's a sad bird that is, oh that poor bird got dealt a very bad hand in oh, the yeah, evolution cycle <laughs> okay if you look up the kiwi bird it is it's pretty much the size of a chicken right like a, a, a little bit smaller it is way smaller than a chicken okay well okay for size reference, just think of a slightly smaller chicken, pretty much. That thing, like that small little bird, gives birth to a single egg that is literally the size of an ostrich egg. Like you see, like you look up a picture of an ostrich egg, that thing is fucking huge. Mm -hmm. And that big ass kind of egg comes out of that little bird yeah it, it lays eggs the same size as its own body oh that not bird... even like it like as the egg is growing in it like its organs its bones like everything is re gets reshaped until they're ready to finally try and shove that thing out like you think childbirth is bad <laughs> Imagine giving birth that to something kiwi. the same size as you, though. <laughs> you know, it would be like a, it would be like a 180 pound woman giving birth to a 179 pound baby. Oh dear lord! That's basically the equivalent. Ugh. <laughs> that just those poor birds. Like why? <laughs> and mind you, they don't they don't have wings or anything either. No, they're flightless. They they just have. They just have the legs. Yep, just their little legs. <laughs> just their legs and beaks. They they are not they yeah, they got dealt a really rough hand. Yep. Uh <laughs> those poor like, birds. I don't mean to laugh at them because that just fucking sucks, but <laughs> <laughs> there's not much we can do about this. Poor things. <laughs> uh oh man. The poor kiwi bird. Uh okay, what about any other types of animals though? Like what? Like what let's are you talk. Thinking? Let's talk about one of our favorite kind of animals, which we have a lot of. Oh, snakes. Let's talk about snakes. Mind you, we mostly have ball pythons, which they are like the easiest and most. They're the they're the puppy dogs of snakes. Pretty much, and mm -hmm. <laughs> like they're all my babies. For some reason, hardly any of the females like him, but they yeah, love me. They don't like me, and I don't know why. No joke. Like he'll go and pull one, try to pull one out, one of the females, and it's immediately like, "I'm going to bite you." Then I go and pick it up, and as soon as I pick her up, they're just like, "Oh, hey, it's you. I know it's you." Hey, mom. Oh. <laughs> I'm the favorite with the, the with the reptiles. The glorious mom. <laughs> Except for one. Which one's that? You know which one. Spectre? What? No. Spectre likes me. I'm talking about one that doesn't like me. Oh, Medusa? Which one doesn't like you? I don't know which one doesn't like you. Really? I'm not talking about the females, I'm talking about in general. Oh, Loki. Yes! Oh. <laughs> God! We just said all the females like me! I thought you were referring to one of the females. No, like I you. just meant in general. All Loki right, well, doesn't like me. Well, and Loki he also is, is a big, 
like he's, he's a, all white. He's a leucistic bull snake. But he's got red eyes. Like they, depending on like the light and angle, like his eyes will e look either red or black. Most of the time they're red, so he's freaking evil looking. And <laughs> go go ahead and tell the story of why you wanted him in why, the first place. Why I wanted him? Yeah. Well, there's a reason why he has the name Loki. <laughs> uh, so when before we even had the money to be able to get him, when we went to that the uh, where did we get him? We got him from the Serpentarium. Yeah. We when we got when we went to the Serpentarium, we saw him there, and they would always they they told us a story about when uh, he was there, and a bunch of people liked him, obviously, because he's a pure white snake. You don't see that very often. And um, but. There's, the reason why we gave him the name Loki is because he likes to play tricks, kind of. Uh, and what I mean by that is like when you're randomly holding him, he will just randomly open his mouth and start hissing for no reason. Just to scare you. Yeah. And at the Serpentarium, they told us a story about when a little girl was holding him and he did that. <laughs> and it was just like one of those things where it's just like, okay, after hearing that, I gotta have him. He's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine who, like, he's the one who fell in love with him, not me. <laughs> yeah, but he's a good snake. He just doesn't you? like you. He do he hardly tolerates you too. <laughs> he tolerates me way longer than you. Duh. Because he doesn't like oh, me. God, this thing is gonna kill me. Um, but about all of our other snakes, Loki is obviously one of my favorites because he's just. I like Loki. Yeah, so we got our leucistic bull snake, we got our phantom reticulated python, we got a western hognose, and then the rest of them are all uh, different morphs of ball pythons. Yeah, and anyone who doesn't actually know what a morph is, it's based uh, in any of the, um, the snake... It's, it's generally... pretty much the same... It's the same snake, only it has different, different patterns. Different patterns and colors. That's what makes it a morph. And there are, like, for ball pythons especially, there are a ton of them. There's, uh, I think there's, like, 760 different morphs now. And they're, there's, they're still yeah, coming up with more. They're still coming up with way, way more. It's all just, like, you know, the same as every other animal. It's based on selective breeding and getting yeah, the right we, stuff. We want to eventually get into snake breeding to get more morphs in see what we can get and all that but we are by no means like snake breeders at the moment we're definitely beginning having even had our first clutch our aka eggs yeah if, you, if anyone wants to know a clutch of it's it's a clutch of eggs <laughs> there's no real way of actually like explaining that yeah so we hope to breed in the future but we haven't yet but we have these different morphs. We're just waiting for them to get bigger, to gain that weight, and to see what we can do. Yeah, well, I mean, aside from that, we have one big topic today. Oh, God. And that would be our dog. We have a lot of stories to tell everyone about him. Oh, here, I'll tell my favorite one. Okay. Go ahead. So... We were... <laughs> for, for, wait, wait. For anyone who doesn't know, our dog's name is Cyrus. And if you want to know what breed he is, just... He's a German Shepherd Pitbull mix. So... You can imagine how much of an asshole he can be in the most 
cutest way possible. That and he gives you toed. Oh yeah, toed all. He's the time. smart. He knows whenever he does something bad, but he pulls it off like uh, he just has a way. He has a fucking way, and I hate it because he mostly gets away with it. Anyway, my favorite story with him, or one of them at least, is way back when, like years ago, we were living in an apartment complex. And we were just hanging out in our bedroom watching TV. And mind you, we had a, a not a big one, but a good sized 4K TV. We got it on sale and you know, yeah, we was, were loving it. it like was, it was our first 4K TV. It was great. Like we were super excited about it and everything. And, that, and it, wasn't that TV like a, a, uh, a birthday present for me kind of? Or something? No, it was it was more of a Christmas present. It was around the holidays. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that was for both of us, not for you. I know, but you mainly bought it because I wanted one really bad. Oh, please. It was on sale and we had the money. Don't try to spend it. Anyway. So, we're watching TV. Just chilling. Nothing in particular going on. Then, all of a sudden, Cyrus starts jumping up. We look at him, and he's chasing a fly. Now, mind you, seeing a dog chase after a fly, it's so cute, because then the fly gets out of their sight, and they're looking around and wagging their tail, and like, oh, where is it, where is it? And it, <laughs> we just sat there watching him chase this fly, and this fly, I guess he almost got a little too close to him at one point, decided he wanted fucking revenge. So guess what he does? He flies in front of the TV, and guess who chases him? That's right. The dog decided to run into the TV, knock it over, and completely destroy it. Yep. Our dog broke our 4K TV. And mind you, this, this is few years ago where 4k was like still relatively new I wouldn't say relatively new it was still like the big thing pretty it was much. it was a couple years out yeah yeah oh. oh we were devastated like we just sat there in shock for a good two minutes while was... he went and like hid in a corner like oh shit oh shit I did something bad it's like yeah no <laughs> it wasn't even just that though. I mean, I was pissed off. I was so mad. I I broke the TV even more. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was very mad. Our room felt never felt so empty before. <laughs> it was just gone in an instant. Yeah. All for a fly. Yeah. A little fly. You never thought anything could be so significant and yet so small. <sighs> But, other than that, he's a relatively good dog, wouldn't you he, say? Yeah, he is. He's good with us, and once he gets to know, pe know, ah, once he gets to know people, like, he loves them, like, for life. Like, our friend Jason, oh my god, like, he doesn't, I can't tell you, like, me and him will come home. And, like, he'll be all excited and whining and jumping up and, you know, oh my god, you guys are home. But when our friend Jason comes over, 
he flops all over the place. Like, holy crap. Yeah, like, it, Jason is loved by this dog. Like, yeah, it, it, take, <laughs> it takes him, like, what, a good hour, hour and a half, even if that, to calm down fully after he's here? He got it. <laughs> Jason knows. As soon as he comes in, he's got to give him the belly rubs. Yep. Because, well, I mean, he knows not by now, too, because the dog has really excellent aim. Oh, yeah, he will nose punch you. He'll I, nose punch you. He'll fucking now the way you in the balls. We call it nose punch. If you've never been nose punched by a dog, it's when they jump up with really good accuracy and just hit you right in the face with their nose. And it they do it so hard that they practically are punching you with yeah. their face. Yeah. <laughs> it's happened a lot. Yeah. I don't appreciate. Nope. But it's whatever. The the issue with our <laughs> dog though is he absolutely does not like other dogs. Like male, female, small, big. He does it not does, like. Does not matter to which, him. Which he wasn't always like that when he was younger. We he, actually used to take him to dog parks, and he was completely fine, except for he <laughs> he had a little obsession with sniffing butts. <laughs> well, that's how dogs greet each other. No, no, no. Not, not the way that our dog does it. No, like, okay. He we will were... literally invade personal space. Like, he will shove his nose into the other dog's ass. Yep. Like, okay, we were, we were at a dog park and it was cut off in two sections with, you know, the bigger dogs and the smaller dogs. Of course, we were in with the bigger ones, but, you know, there's some people who still bring their small dogs in with all the big dogs. Mm-hmm. And those smaller dogs were fine. Like, they weren't causing anything. They weren't getting attacked or whatever. It, but our dog gets so excited that he starts sniffing the smaller dog's butts to the point where their hind legs weren't even touching the ground. Mm. Like, they were trying to run away from him so bad with their front little legs. And he's just lifting up their butts. Yeah. We had to apologize to so many people for that. <laughs> One dog, like, got sick of him. It was an older uh, dog, and... It was a Rottweiler. Was it? I yeah. thought it was... No, it was a Rottweiler that got in his face about it. Started growling and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because he went to shove his nose up the poor dog's butt, and it turned around and snapped at him. And he backed off for a while. It's like, good. That's good. He needs to learn. But anyway... The whole thing about that is he used to love other dogs. But when we moved into our uh, our old apartment complex, no, like, this is what annoys me about apartment places. Like, if people own dogs and they know how their dogs are, keep them on a leash. Like, yeah. my dog was always on a leash like I always had him with me like or if he if we went on a walk he was on a leash like no questions asked nope most of the people there let their dogs just run around and mind you these dogs didn't get along with other dogs so while I was out so at that time we had neighbors move in in a downstairs right around in the same complex that we were in or building I should say and they had a big dog and a little dog 
and they would leave those dogs trapped out on their patio all day and that little dog oh my god anything that moved anything that made any sound like if a leaf went and flew into their area the dog would start barking like crazy and trying oh, yeah. to get out and clawing and like everything like that little dog was freaking nuts yeah all hell broke loose when it came to that little dog god like that little dog kept escaping and it was like a mean little dog and everybody around us like all of our neighbors were complaining like hello why aren't these people taking care of their pets they were literally leaving them there all day mm -hmm. like i've even tested this out like on one of my days off i decided to stay home just to see how like how long and literally from morning that they left their dogs would stay out there and then they would come home at the end of the day yep anyway one of those times that little dog got out and i didn't know like it got out while i was walking back to my place and that little thing as soon as it got out immediately ran up to my dog and mind you he's still big yeah he's and then just clamps down on his side like right where his rib cage is he just clamps down and grabs a good chunk of his skin and i'm freaking out i'm like holy shit this dog is biting my dog <laughs> cyrus was actually pretty calm in that situation at first he was like what the fuck what the fuck get off me but then he turns clamps down on the smaller dog lifts it up and chucks it away from him like he picked it up and threw him away yep and that dog starts squealing crying whining barking and he was like he ran back to where the door was he couldn't get back in so he's freaking out and mind you like i did check later the dog was fine my dog just picked him up my dog he was fine since he is part pit he's got a lot of skin and all that skin you know helped him in that case yeah all that loose skin but after that like i was done like i never really went and complained to the office about anything but i went and complained about that because it's like they leave their dogs alone out on their patio all day with and they escape with a history of escaping and they aren't good with other people or other dogs and at that point that was crossing a line because even though that dog was little still went up and attacked my dog mm -hmm. so i definitely went and complained to the office about that i was like look i don't know where that dog is now i don't i don't really care right now but he went and attacked my dog while i was taking mine out and that's not okay and that's when the freaking apartments finally decided to do something. Yeah, it took a lot of uh, complaining before the apartment we were at to do anything. Yeah, it wasn't just us. Like, all of our neighbors that we were on good terms with, they all complained to us and were like, yeah, we talked to the office about them, like, a lot. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, my one complaint is their dogs are freaking attacking my dog. Yep. And that's, that, that's a, that wasn't even the only dog either. No, there was a bigger one. What if the bigger one got out? Yeah. That would have been way worse. Uh, I don't remember what happened there exactly. What, when we were gone? Yeah. We, 
uh, this was when we were still living at the apartment. We went on a weekend vacation and, you know, just we left early or we left Friday night, stayed the night somewhere and then didn't get back home until late Sunday. Kind of that kind of getaway weekend. Um, we asked a friend of ours to, you know, watch over our pets, take care of our dog while we were gone. Guess what happens while we were gone? One day. We were gone one day. Yep. And I get a message from my friend saying, hey, another dog came and attacked Cyrus. They kind of got into it. Cyrus seems fine, but the other one was bleeding and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what happened? And she's like, oh, well, I was taking him out to go potty and this other dog runs up. I was like, was the other dog on a leash? Nope. Nope fucking was not on a leash. I was like, are you kidding me? So later on when we got home, like she talked to the owner and everything like that. The owner actually wanted us to pay for half of the dog's uh, checkup because he took the dog to the vet because it was bleeding. It was just a flesh wound. And like nothing serious, nothing overly bad. Pretty much that dog ran up on my dog. My dog defended myself, uh, himself. And, you know, that's what happened. So this guy came and talked to us. I was like, well, his dog did get hurt, but we won't, we weren't here. What should we do? So the guy's like, all right, can you pay for like half or some? And we're like, okay, fine, whatever. We weren't here for it. But when we actually go to give the guy money, because it turns out it was a, his dog walker too he wasn't there either yeah. so he comes up and he's just like hey never mind on that turns out my dog got off the leash you know and your dog was on his leash so yeah so we didn't have to pay for any of that vet bill thank god because we were at that point at that time we were having money issues and we didn't need that crap but like the reason why i say for everyone to keep their dogs on a leash or if you know that your dog like, isn't good with not, other dogs or people have yeah. a safe muzzle for both the dog and you know in a, this isn't this isn't us like saying oh we think that everyone else is a terrible dog owner oh we don't think your dog is that well trained no it's not it's not because of you it's for the safety of other animals exactly like if our like at that point if our dog wasn't wearing a leash or in like one case that happened not too long ago if my dog wasn't wearing a muzzle things could have gotten way more serious it could have gotten you know way worse like if if anything you're just keeping yourself and your pet safe if you're following the cautions yeah like if you have your dog that is completely trained and you know they walk alongside you down a street like no problem that's like like good on you like i can't get my dog to do anything like that not in a million years but no for just in case there are dogs that aren't trained out there like it's for the safety of your dog so that way you have some sort of control over the situation yeah but i mean like like i'm not saying oh everybody needs to like chain up and muzzle their dogs nothing like that just if you know that your dog is iffy around anything else in particular that you're going to be encountering or you know you kind of get that gut feeling just do it 
Yeah, you don't want anything to happen to your dog. You don't want anything to happen to anyone else's dog. Just, just make sure you, you know, just keep them on a leash. Oh yeah, I wanted to bring up otters. Otters? Yeah, beware of otters. Yeah, they're small and cute, but they are predators. Well, not only that, but <laughs> they, they run their, like, otters can have a full, like, pretty much they can run in a full pack. Yeah. Like, a whole family. They treat their family like a fucking gang. Yeah. Like, anything that, like, <laughs> anything that comes within their vicinity, you see a bunch of heads popping up, you get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. Like, it may, like, don't get me wrong, I love otters. They are cute. They, like, they squeak. They're just, oh, I love them. But they can be vicious, make no mistake. It's kind of like meerkats. Meerkats will take off your finger. Well, you can't say that it can be vicious. I mean, you know, any animal can be vicious. I think we all know that. Yeah, look at chihuahuas. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about vicious dogs. I mean, those are not dogs, those are overgrown rats. Oh, wait, no, never mind, because some rats can get bigger than that. Fuck, chihuahuas. Don't get me wrong, I know your mom had one. She loves I know Lulu. my stepmom has one. Okay, Sammy isn't that bad. No, he's like a miniature deer. He is, and but, he snorts. But. But, of his but, issue. but, any oh, of the other Sammy. ones, any of the other ones, those are not dogs. Seriously. They have, they, they are, they are the one dog out of all of the small ones that, uh, that are just stricken with the, what is it? Tiny dog syndrome. Yeah. Oh my God. Every single one that we have seen on YouTube and even in person at some point in time act bigger than they're not. They got yeah. they got some cojones. <laughs> yeah, like I kid you not, like <laughs> his stepmom is the one who owns the Chihuahua, and it was his brother that owned a pitbull. So you can imagine this little thing running up on a pitbull, like he's boss. And <laughs> oh, do we? You want to know what you want? The pitbull's name is Simon, and the Chihuahuas is Sammy. <laughs> you want to know what Simon did to poor Sammy? Just lifted his paw and whack. <laughs> Just whacked him away. <laughs> yeah. I think that was one of their first interactions, but uh, you know, given over time, Just, he got used to him. Just seeing the look on Simon's face like, whoa, what the, what is that? It's so small. And then just paw. <laughs> paw to the face. Paw to the face. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like, uh, other than that, when, when we were still living there, you know, with them, oh my God. And we could talk about that whole snorting thing if you want. I mean, it, there, he snorts kind of like a pig. And the reason why it's, he snorts is because he has a collapsing trachea. It sounds like it is bad. A collapsing... Yeah, collapsing trachea isn't a good thing by all by any means. But okay, mind you, Sammy, he likes to cuddle like right up under your chin. Yeah. Like if you're sitting down or laying down, he will cuddle right up under you, kind of like a cat. And you know, he'll start getting comfy and then going to sleep and you're just petting him. All of a sudden, you you'll, you'll just you'll just hear <laughs> Only it's it's 
It's like little snorts like that. And it's so cute. And I love, like, like, I loved it whenever I cuddled with him. Like, he would snort like that, and I would just find it so cute. And then this one over here is just like, oh yeah, he has a collapsing trachea. That's why he snorts. I'm like, why would you tell me that? Now what? I'm sad. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. I'm like, I found his suffering cute. Yep. That's exactly what you did, and you're messed up for it. How dare you? How dare you? You. Oh. I know. I didn't help, but. No, you didn't. But hey, if it's any consolation, dad still laughs about it now. Because he lives with Sammy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, He's just uh, like, aw, such a cute little dis disorder you have. Aw, you're suffering. He's cute to me. <laughs> Poor Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but as far as other dogs go, we've had many, many dogs in our life. And I doubt, like, I don't know. All the dogs that I've had, never really had any problems with, except for Blue. But I don't want to talk about that. Um, oh, you know what I hated what my dad would say to me? Huh. Whenever, like, an animal passed away or if we had to, like, give away an animal, he would freak me out every time because I would be like, oh, where's so-and-so, my pet? And he'll be like, oh, I just took him for a ride in the country. And to me, in my little kid head, that means my dad just went for a ride in the country and just ditched him somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so it freaked me out every time, and it wasn't until like way later I found out it's like, no, he gave them away to people. Yeah. At least I hope so. <laughs> what Ice Age animal would you want to come back? Oh, what Ice Age animal would I want to? Yeah, like Ice Age or like prehistoric, like pretty much that general thing. Like I know there's like different stages of mammals and all that. I don't want to get into that. Just around that time period the ice age an ice age animal you know like mammoth savers pretty I, I pretty think, much the movie <laughs> i think like if i would want to see any animal actually come back from the ice age probably would be a saber tooth i would say either either a saber tooth or a mammoth why a mammoth cuz god it's just kind of majestic you know <laughs> like uh, it's a majestic a very ice hairy elephant. elephant. <laughs> yes, so majestic. Oh my god. Okay. Because I watched a little bit of the show Primal. By who who made that show again? Primal? Yeah. What show was that? You know with the caveman, a uh, fang and a uh, Oh, 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 that's spear? uh that's that was on Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know who made it, but it, it all right. It was made by the same person who who helped with Samurai Jack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look Samurai up, Jack's an awesome show. Yeah, look up Primal. It's really interesting. It's like it's. it's the, oh. I think like don't mean to interrupt you here, but mm -hmm. I think like the most interesting thing about it is that there's no speech, and yet it is completely speech gets brought up later. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, for the longest time, it is so quiet. But the silence is so, like, captivating for that show. You just can't you're, stop watching. You're focusing on, like, the main things, not like, oh, I am being attacked. Please help me or whatever. No, it's screams 
of pain or like scream like a way to communicate without having a language. Yeah, and like keep in mind, we said that this was animated by the same people who made Samurai Jack. So, like the way that the animation style is is actually really, really well done. Yeah, no, they did a great job. Anyway, the whole reason why I brought that up after the whole Ice Age question is because in one of the episodes, uh, Spear and Fang encounter like a a group of mammoths mm -hmm. and these mammoths like they were they kind of in a way acted like they were a society yeah like it's, it's kind of one way. of their own like spoilers by the way of this episode spoiler don't listen anymore if you don't want to hear it but keep listening just <laughs> skip forward because that makes sense it, it does okay. Shush. Shush. anyway <laughs> one of their own has died and they find the body yeah they go to try and uh they go to take one of its tusks it was already missing a tusk but spear took one took the other one as a way to transport meat and fur and stuff mm -hmm. you made a sled out of it yeah pretty much and all the mammoths get pissed like they track down spear and fang in a blizzard and they start attacking them, like, brutally. Like, they're trying to kill them, pretty much. Yep. And to defend himself, Fang, or Spear uses the tusk of the, of the mammoth. And out of nowhere, like, as soon as they see the tusk, all of them stop. They just stop and stare. And then he looks down at the tusk, offers it to them, and they just grab the tusk and leave. And it turns out with that, they brought the tusk to an elephant graveyard, pretty much. Yep. Lion King. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> do you think that way back then they would have actually done that? Well, didn't you bring that up, like, a while ago? Like, for some, like... What was it that you said? You said that, you know, most of the fossils of mammoths were found together, right? And that's because they travel in herds. But there was an abundance of them. Mm -hmm. Like, old ones that have died, like, years prior, and then younger ones, pretty much. Yeah. But there was always, like, half, like half the time, it wasn't even, like, a full skeleton. There was just tusks. Yeah. Didn't you bring that up to they, me? They did find a quote-unquote mass burial site that had nothing but tusks in it. So I think that's a it pretty could, interesting it concept. Could, it could you know? be very logical that they actually did do that, but at the same time, you know, it's it's one of those things that's pure speculation. Yeah, but I think that, you know, them adding that into that episode to where they take the tusk pretty much to a mammoth their tusks are their source of defense that's their strongest point to them pretty mm -hmm. much yeah and it lasts that's how they recognize each other so they take the tusk to the burial and each one of them you know kind of go and touch the tusk and start you know mourning yeah it, it, 
it was just a really interesting concept that you know it's like what if something like that did happen we don't know everything that everything we that, know yeah. is all speculation of what we know of animals today it's all a theory yeah it's just like you know which a lot of people actually complain about from prehistoric animals is like oh how do you know it was that color and stuff like that it's just like we don't <laughs> <laughs> Can't All we the... just like dinosaurs with bright colors? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, it's like everything we know about dinosaurs, everything we know about mammoths, everything we know about the Ice Age, everything is speculation. Well, not literally everything, but for the most part with the animals anyway. Pretty much how they lived and survived and whatnot. It could be like completely different. Pretty much science proves itself wrong a lot over the years. Every day. So we whenever we talk about like science like that we kind of just go back and forth with it because it could be true but it could be proven long later yeah i mean with science it's it's literally just that there's a science to the science that we need anyway away from science yeah. okay so i know that you love wolves yes now what a, what is it about wolves that you love so much i I can't really, like, don't get me wrong, I do love all kinds of animals. Well, yeah, we love every animal. Not every animal, but majority of them. Well, I mean, elephant seals are kind of weird. <laughs> elephant seals? Yeah, it's like, why do they have a nose like that? I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, with something... Okay, elephant seals right there don't make sense with that, because it's like... The way they fight, they rear up and, like, touch chest pretty much and take bites off of each other, right? Uh-huh. Why would you have something... That could, they, 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 they could just rip off? Yes! Right on the face that they could just rip off. Not only that, but it's like... What I'm if sure they accidentally bite their own nose? I am, I am absolutely like, I know they sure... Could that we have proven why they have those noses and everything, but you and I, we're just like, why? <laughs> I mean... To me, there's no evolutionary, like, reason for that nose. Right, because it doesn't, like, move up like an elephant to so it can breathe while it's in the water, pretty much. It's facing down. Yeah. Like... I just don't understand it. I don't either. I mean, it could be like, you know, obviously one of those things where it's there for breeding purposes. Oh, kind of like uh, the crabs where their giant claw is completely useless, but hey, the females like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, see that right there? In nature, women take over. What's but, going on here? <laughs> but you know, at the same time, like I said too, it's like it could be for breeding purposes, so like, I'm not, uh, maybe their nose plays into part of how their bellow comes out. Maybe, I don't know. I'm, I just find it weird because why would, why would something that goes down in front of your mouth, your main, like that is their only, Nine seconds left. that is their only like weapon is their teeth. Ew. They have, they have the blubber and everything that yeah. helps with the armor, but their only their only weapon is their teeth, those four canines. Mm -hmm. 
and they have this big floppy nose right in front of those canines. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. <sighs> Doesn't really make a lot of sense. There's a lot of things with animals that don't make sense, really, though. I mean... What is another... Oh. Another thing. Don't follow a kangaroo into water. Oh, yeah. They'll fucking drown you. They'll drown you. I mean, like there's a lot have... of there's a lot of animals that will drown you, but I mean that one especially. Let's not let's not let's say like crocodiles, alligators. That's a given. Hippos. That's a fucking given. Oh god. Kangaroos, on the other hand, though, Hippos they will just chew you. Yeah, but it's like they have no soul when it comes to actually protecting themselves because they will literally hold you underwater with their arms. Yep. <laughs> and just make sure you don't get back up. Yep. That or oh my god. Uh, the buffalo. Oh, which one? The water, bu the water bison. Yes. Yeah, they will just maul you until you're dead. Though. Oh my god, they'll attack you, and then if they see you move when you're on the ground, they'll keep going. They'll keep going. They'll, they'll, they'll make sure you're dead. <laughs> yeah, they will make sure you're dead, and they do not attack like one by one. Oh no! If one attacks, they all come after you. They kind will of. circle around you, like pretty much like prison. It's like a you got, it's a show to them. Yeah. <laughs> you try to escape, they'll ram you back in. Uh, like, you don't want to mess with them. Like, pretty, yeah, pretty much Africa or any, like, any animals down under or whatever, you don't want to mess with. Like, they are amped up animals. Yeah. I mean, like, although we did bring up hippos. No oh, God. Let's talk about hippos for a second. Because a lot of people love hippos. I love hippos. You love hippos. They're... Oh Adorable. yeah, we went to the San Francisco Zoo on one of on our vacation, or on one of our vacations. No, it wasn't a vacation. We just went there during the day. My <laughs> God, the drive. Anyway, they had a hippo there, and my God, like up close, seeing a hippo open its mouth all the way like that. Like we got lucky that we got to see that because after that happened. Everybody gathered, but we were already like in the front line seeing this. Yep. Like, it's it's kind of surreal because you see them opening their mouths in like cartoons or on pictures, videos, and stuff. But once you actually see something like that in person, it changes your perspective on everything. Right. You're just like, oh my god! Like, it's opening its mouth bigger than I am standing. Like, he could swallow me whole and chew on my bones for dessert like you know, <laughs> when you when you see a picture of it it's like one of those things where it's just wow but when you actually see that in person and it's something being able to open its mouth at literally 180 degrees pretty much like where that, you can see down its throat <laughs> yeah and it's something else yeah like even another zoo visit story i I have an obsession with stuffed animals and I got this giant uh, stuffed wolf that looked kind of realistic and mind you like we went to go see the lions and the lions already had like a couple cubs with them mm -hmm. and it was us and a whole other line of people looking at the lions because they were right up against the glass and you could see the cubs you could see the dad you could see the mom and we're close to the glass all of a sudden like the female lion the mom stops and stares and like even though it's behind glass like 
I stopped, like, I froze. You make eye contact with a cat that fucking big, like, you freeze. Mm -hmm. Like it's like oh shit I'm dead kind of yep. kind of deal like and it's just instinct it's yeah. like a deer in headlights. What was scarier is that like me and that lion it was like brief eye contact but then she was looking at the stuffed animal I didn't know it at the time I thought she was still looking at me then she freaking lunged and growled at the same time and everybody was like oh shit and then everybody looks at me and they're like. Oh, it's it's the wolf. Like she's protecting her cubs. I'm like, oh, I'm like Jesus. What I do? Yeah, no, it, it's like again, you see stuff like that in videos and cartoons and everything else. But once it actually, once you see it in person, it changes your perspective on wow, that's actually terrifying. Right? Like you guys can call me a pussy all you want for like getting scared of a lion when it's behind glass. I'd like to remind you there are plenty of videos where something just barely hits the glass in zoos and that shit shatters. I ain't taking that chance. Alright everybody, normally we would be spinning the spinner to see what our next week's topic is going to be, but given that it's the holiday season, our next week's topic is going to be about holiday, Christmas and New Year's holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that can include like our favorite Christmas presents that we've ever received, what we've done on New Year's, and anything else like that. But, I guess you'll just have to wait and see. See you next time. Happy holidays everyone.